Hello to all you doinks out there, and welcome back to another episode of Doinked with myself, Michaela, and Josh. We'll be going over a recap of the uh, preseason and seeing if we're going to make any adjustments to any of our picks coming into the regular season of 2022. I don't remember what my picks were, so... Yeah, yeah because just... you're, you're an avid listener, you yeah. you bad listener, you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure great, I remember mine. Great song by Beartooth, by the way. Bad listener. Y'all, if you've never listened to Beartooth, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Hey, as the non-metal metalcore fan here, give it a listen. Give it a listen. Beartooth. Beartooth. I gotta show you guys a photo from <laughs> from the show. <laughs> I'll show it to you after um, we're done recording. But let's just say a day to remember pulled a prank on Beartooth for their last night of tour. We like Very it. Very nice. Very nice. So, yeah, we're here to talk preseason. Preseason is over. You want to talk about three and zero, three and zero. I don't want to talk about it because it's no, still non-existent it's, it's, in my life. I just can't about figure. The Jets, it. bro. Jets went three and zero. It still doesn't make sense to me how the Jets went three and zero and the Bears went three and zero. Because they're the best. Yeah. Right. Okay. Justin Fields, he's going to be MVP, or Zach Wilson. They're going to battle it out. Zach Wilson's too busy with thirty-seven-year-old moms. 37, please. Bump that up 10 to 15 years. Guy's too much. He's too fucking much. It's him and Young Gravy. I was going to say, he's it's a Young, young Gravy. It's him and Young Gravy taking mamas. <laughs> Unbelievable. I shout out Young Gravy without a century mom at the VMAs last night. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, no, so I mean, preseason showed um, a lot of promise in some of these rookies in second years that are still vying for a position. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't go based on scores or anything in the preseason because some teams are going to play the starters more when you need to prove yourself. Or just have a shit game. Yeah. Like maybe both of our teams did. I know. Philly (laughs) had a terrible outing against um, the Dolphins. But that's second year's rookies playing against Tua Tagovailoa and uh, Tyreek Hill. And there's not there's not four games anymore, so they're really not going to play as much as they would if there was four games. Mm-hmm. So, just how it be now. We'll we'll definitely know once the season kicks off mm-hmm. where we're going to be standing um, with how teams actually are once the starters are on the field and once they make their cuts because I think cuts have to be cuts done, are by, done tomorrow. by tomorrow at four p.m. Yep. So what do they got to cut it down to? Seventy five. Fifty three. Fifty three. Yeah. Seventy five to fifty three. Yeah. So that's a crazy roster cut. It's always that way. Last. Pre-season. No, I know, yeah. Because typically, the last last preseason games, you get a lot of that rookie second year positions no, vying. Well, typically, in years past, when you've had four preseason games, week three is your dress rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Your starters will go right into the first half, all the way through. Yep. Then coming out in the second half and going all the way through the fourth preseason game, you would get basically the people battling for those roster spots you're putting them in situations putting them up against certain people who are also battling for roster spots yep so yes there was always a big cutoff that last week anyway because i think it's always typically been like 75 down to 53 there's always been 20 cuts to end the preseason because then people build up their practice squads and so on and so forth because i think you're allowed what eight man practice squad something along those lines seven seven eight men yeah so the idea with this now being three preseason games, it's a balance. So what you saw is you saw a lot of teams who have new coaches 
who were new coaches with young rosters mm-hmm. who were playing those young rosters longer in the third preseason game yeah. versus either established coaches or established established rosters not seeing as much time on the field. Yeah, yeah. you didn't see a lot of Rodgers. You didn't see yeah. a lot of Brady. You yeah. didn't see a lot of Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. and I think guys. and I think the big thing to take out of this is like, so I'll use the Bears game as an example. So you've got the Bears and the Browns. The Browns clearly aren't going to start Deshaun Watson. They can't start Deshaun Watson because what's the point of giving him reps when he's not even going to be able to see the field for a majority of the season anyway? Yeah, exactly. So Stefanski, who is a seasoned coach at this point, he's got, what, three seasons under his belt now? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's going through, and he's like, all right, I've got to play this quarterback. I have to see what he can do. Mm-hmm. And that quarterback was facing the Bears ones. Yep. Like, the Bears ones outside of Roquan Smith and I think Jalen Johnson were on the field. They started their starting defense minus – they're one corner, and they're they're starting. I think um, Roquan's going to end up playing Will linebacker. He's not going to play middle. He's going to play Will. He's not my, not playing Mike. So those two plays, probably the two best plays on their defense, mm-hmm. and he, they still shut him out. Yeah, exactly. For the first half. Oh well, first quarter and a half because they ended up getting two field goals to Did close to out. Yeah, yeah to close out the first half. But then on the flip side of that. Cleveland, the only starter they really didn't play was Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. And Justin Fields looked really good. He had a good game. David Montgomery looked really good. Khalil Herbert looked really good. The offensive line looked good. It was like you're starting to see them getting into a flow. Mm-hmm. And it looked good to, to I listened to it. I didn't watch it. Yeah. But it, it looked good to see that flow because the week before when um, they were facing the Seahawks and I did get to watch it on TV, you could see that flow again. So there's something to be said about these young coaches getting these young Rosses, i.e. the Jets are another example. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, they, they kept their starters out there, but to give their sp- starters a lot of positive momentum moving forward is very important, especially yeah. when you're, you're building <laughs> off of such a shitty couple of decades. Yeah. I mean, think about it. The last time the Jets were a viable franchise, Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan was the quarterback and coach combination. That yeah. was what you had there. Mm-hmm. And they won playoff games. Mm-hmm. They were in... AFC championships. They unseated the Patriots. Like, that was a viably dangerous team until it got to their head. And then, i.e., it got to their roster where they lost certain bodies in certain positions. Mm -hmm. So, it's good to see the young talent. Um, I'm excited to see when we start seeing some of the veterans on the field if there's going to be any rust. Because not only did a lot of these veterans not play the three weeks in the preseason, there is still a week off. There's yeah. nothing next week. Mm-hmm. A lot of these teams, the players aren't going to be there. They're not going to be doing any kind of contact drills. They're going to be very lackadaisical. So where's the timing going to be? Especially with someone like Aaron Rodgers. He yeah. doesn't have that connection with the receivers yet. He really yet. doesn't. Mm-mm. Okay? Right now, the best quarterback wide receiver connection going is actually in the Steelers. 
whether it's Kenny Pickett throwing to this rookie or it's Mitchell Trubisky throwing to the rookie. Mm-hmm. I can't even think of the kid's name. Pickens. Yeah, yeah. George Pickens. George Pickens. Whoever's throwing to this guy, he's making him look like a freaking superstar. Yep. So it, it's a question of can Rodgers get that same type of rapport with a really young, really young wide receiving staff core that he's even said needs to step their game His up. number one is Alan Lazard. But like, in a in a circumstance like that, you th- I understand preseason. You don't want them out there unnecessarily to get injured. But at the same time, it's kind of like. But in that situation, shouldn't you want to go out there and have a like get some reps with your guy on the field? I mean, if this was me, you're talking again. I've been following. I've been following football probably longer than you two have been alive. Probably. But the thing is, I can remember when. Training camps were training camps. Two a days, full pads, in the sun, beating the shit out of your own teammates, fights on the field. Michael Irvin pulling a gun on an offensive lineman. Like, I remember these things being in the news because it was such a heated battle. You don't yeah. get that nowadays. You get these guys with these cones on their helmet for, to protect from um, acute head contact that could cause head, a brain trauma, which in turn leads to concussions, which, yeah. like... I get all about the player safety, but you're then limiting what a lot of these guys are going to do. And then, you know, when you finally get scrimmages together, why are you pitting the two teams that just faced off in the Super Bowl against each other in practice scrimmages? You know there's going to be bad blood. Like, mm-hmm. Aaron Donald was pissed. Swinging, oh, hel- he was swinging, swinging helmets. Like, Miles Garrett got six games for one helmet. So my question is, should the league suspend Aaron Donald? Even though it's a preseason and a scrimmage, I well, I know what Garrett did was in game, and he did hit someone without a helmet, but it was kind of the same difference. He was swinging at someone with two helmets, going like fucking like nunchucks. Yeah, like Michelangelo. Literally, I mean, I think if anything, he should probably be suspended like a game or two. Because the thing is, the the thing that about the NFL that they get shitted on for everything and it's deserving. Is that they're not consistent with their well? We know that the most devious thing you can do is bet on your own team. I know you lose an when entire season apparently. for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, but then on a fiddling t- with uh, numerous women, you get eleven games, and you can the come second back and f- time. And you can come the back second time. Come back, come back, and face your old team. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if that was a ratings exactly grab. No. The, We'll talk about Calvin Ridley right now. He wasn't playing. He no. was injured. He was injured. He had okay? nothing to do had with nothing the to do with the, the outcome of the games. And they were prop bets. So it's not like he was betting on what kind of bets? Prop bets. So like for example, like who's gonna score first, shit oh, like that. Okay. Okay. A majority of his bets were prop bets. So like seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> but then The Josh, NFL's like, Josh let's go- shut this down, but yeah. let's make sure that the guy who Twenty-seven women, women accused him of assault, of sexual assault. Let's give him eleven games. Yes, eleven. No, let's give him six games. Originally, no, no, they didn't give him six. An independent oh, arbitrator gave him six. She said six based on the past of the NFL yes. and their slated of punishments. Like, oh, but jo- but Josh Gordon gets two seasons for for marijuana. I know. The thing is, and he was going, in his prime, and he was going for help. Like he was doing the things the NFL asked him to do. He just kept relapsing. Yeah, you I know, mean, it doesn't help when he's living in Massachusetts when it, where it was legal. It's pot. Yeah. I all of right. anything. So 
I get it for um, PEDs, performance enhancing drugs. If you smoke a blunt before you go play football, you are not going to make a difference. <laughs> Listen. I don't think it'll make a difference it, with your body. It, so, there's a whole socio-political argument when it comes to marijuana and the charges associated with marijuana. For the many, many, many years, it was considered a, well, a class A narcotic. It yeah. was rated above fentanyl for a very long time on the federal level, oh, I believe. Jesus. So, it's... That is a whole other argument for a whole other time that yeah. doesn't involve microphones and all this other stuff, okay? <laughs> yeah. But it makes no sense because the guy, like you said, he was going to get help. He was putting himself in good situations. The issue was is he put himself in a situation where he was signed to a team in a state where it was legal yeah. at the time, but it's not legal on the federal level in the yeah. NFL or follows whatever federal laws exactly. there are when it yeah. comes to narcotics. So it sucks. And this is a tangent, but deals with the MLB is Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, I know. Yeah, that's like bullshit. Again, it's classified as performance enhancing. Mm-hmm. What did he pop for? Did he pop for steroids? No, no. It, was, no. it was something in a medication. He a took, medication right? for not even his major injury. I know, but if you consider it, a lot of these guys who end up popping pop for Adderall or pop for something like that that they're taking for a specific reason, but if they yeah. take too high a dosage, it, it throws off everything yeah. else. So it's... I think there should be levels. Well, this thing is they have set levels, and the thing is if you have to go and have to have your prescription changed, you're supposed to clear it with the PA, yeah. then get it cleared by the league. So did he go through the steps to do it properly? No. Yeah. But to have a team like the Padres, who are in the thick of it, Mm -hmm. lose one of their star plays for the next 50 games is huge. And the same thing happens in the the NFL Mm -hmm. all the time. All the time. And what was the other thing I was thinking of? Um, I don't know. What were you thinking? Tatis, he also got dropped from his deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was endorsement deals. His endorsement deals. You're right. Yeah. Over something like when it comes to that, that's a lot. I'm like he he came out and he apologized. He explained the situation. He literally said it wasn't he wasn't taking performance enhancing and drugs. It just it had an ingredient in it that was on the list and it was just it popped up. Like I I don't know. These these companies are so quick to try to like stay in to not get canceled by fans when literally Tati so many people are coming to his defense. Where we're like it was you major know. League Baseball is the biggest hypocrite when it comes to the four major sports, okay? Bud Selig's in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, okay? As commissioner of baseball, he is in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Yet the guys who saved baseball, Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa, are not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. The guy who owns the home run record, Barry Bonds, is not in the Hall of Fame. A seven-time Cy Young Award-winning pitcher, Roger Clemens, is not in the Hall of Fame. Why? Because the Major League Baseball turned a blind eye to steroid use in baseball when it was struggling for television ratings. The summer chase of Roger Maris's home run record by Sammy Sosa and by Mark McGuire saved Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Then, when everything came out, when Canseco wrote that book and ousted all those players and ousted Major League Baseball, how did baseball recover from that? They juice their balls. You've seen so many home runs getting hit lately. The ball is different. 
pictures have come out and said the ball is different. The ball explodes off the bat. It's not the same ball it was 10 years ago. Judge is pushing 50 home runs already, and we're just coming out of August. Yeah. Correct. Like That is w- similar to the Maguire-Sosa chase when they were going for 61 to break Maris's record. But it, it's appalling to me that the guy who turned the blind eye to everything is in the Hall, Hall of Fame, fame. But, but the guys who saved the sport, the players on the yeah. field, are not. The thing is, is... So like when it comes to baseball is everyone was doing it. And you're gonna and you're gonna not everyone, obviously you can't no, no, say no. that every but there was a that large was the majority. era. That's why it was called the steroid, steroid era. era. That's Correct. why it was called that's an why era. That's why it's called the dead ball era yeah. when Bob Gibson was pitching because the balls were dead. They so, weren't going anywhere. Yeah, you're right. That is yeah. It's it's a it's gross insane. misrepresentation. There should be a wing in the Hall of Fame for the steroid era. You wanna put asterisks on everything? Go right the hell ahead. But you can't uh, but deny as, what they but, did. But as far as I'm concerned, there should be no asterisks because guess mm-hmm. what? Barry Bonds was hitting home runs off of Roger Clemens. Roger yep. Clemens was striking out Barry Bonds. Mm-hmm. It's just what it is. And to get back into the football side of it, it makes no sense when you look at the suspensions like you were saying. Mm-hmm. The suspensions have no rhyme or reason to it. Tom Brady deflates footballs, gets four games. Okay, so he got s- technically two less games than Deshaun Watson did. For criminal charges. Yep. Well, that turned into civil charges mm-hmm. from 27 people who had no way of correlating with each other to corroborate each other's stories. Yeah. Gotcha. Makes all the sense in the world. You just got to stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> You're going to get bopped on the head with a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Get some shit tossed at you. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sorry. All right. So why don't we get back on the original tangent of this episode <laughs> which is what do we foresee now heading into the regular season for our prospective teams and then we can kind of give like a broad overview if we think anything major is going to change in the NFL because the Vikings lost the receiver they lost their number one pick from last year OB's I can't think of his name right now but he tore his ACL for the second straight year oh shit oh yeah I did see that yep two straight years two straight oh. preseasons mm-hmm. tore his ACL so, I mean, he's not Thielen and he's not Jefferson, but he is a third weapon. Exactly. And they mm-hmm. didn't rely on him last year, so can can the offense still be the same? Oh, when we were talking about the Vikings last week, we didn't even mention Dalvin Cook. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> that team is loaded. Yeah. Absolutely loaded. I mean, because you think about it, you got Adam Thielen, you have Justin Jefferson, and Dal- Dalvin Cook, as good as a player he is, when you say those two names, he kind of gets pushed kinda, off to the side correct. a little bit. But you're right, he is a... He's someone who can strike fair into a defense, especially when you got those two wide receivers on the outside. All right. So, Mr. Eagles here. So How are we feeling fly, exiting the preseason with you all? What did you have, a one and two record? Yeah. Um, lost week one, barely won week two, got smacked around this week. <laughs> um, I'm not nervous at all. Okay. Um, Hertz saw very few snaps. Our starter saw very few snaps. Um, Jordan Davis is very big. <laughs> yeah, okay, we big get that. Boy. Yeah, he's big. Um, and I mean, we didn't make all too many moves off-season in the draft and anything like that. Our biggest pull was A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. and he looks primed and ready. So Brown. I'm not worried about it. Um, we have a relatively easy start to the season, mm-hmm. um, which our first is against Detroit. 
Second, I believe, is against Washington. Let me pull up our schedule. Um, our first is against Washington. Second is against Minnesota. Third is against Washington. Fourth is against Jacksonville. So we can start the season three and one cl- comfortably, yeah. mm-hmm. and everyone can start getting warmed up, getting ready into season in season form. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm not I'm not all too worried. Garoppolo staying in San Francisco. Yeah. And I saw that reworked contract. That's guaranteed. Huge. Highest paid backup quarterback in the league. Probably in NFL history. Ridiculous. How much money he's made at a backup? I mean, he's won his Super Bowls as a backup, so why not get his money as a backup? Yep. I love it. Um. Okay, Michaela. Patriots well, went one and two as well. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little nervous. I think Mac Jones should have played a lot more than he did to get his repertoire with his receivers. Um, and our start of the season is not relatively easy. I mean, our first game of the year is at Miami. Get the at Miami game done, done and over with early, because we always suck in Miami. But you know. So your season starts. Miami, Miami, at Miami, at Steelers, home for the Ravens, and then at Lambeau. I foresee us potentially going one and three. Um, I don't think we're going to go zero and four. We're either going to beat you're going to beat the Ravens. We're either going to beat the Ravens or we're going to beat uh, the Dolphins. Those That's are, true. Those, I see a win. One of those. I don't. I just foresee us going one and three to start. I just think Miami hey, might be on a. Don't discount your. F- Game five against the Lions. The thing is, is we could lose against them. The Lions look so good. I, I, the thing is, is that's why I'm a little nervous. And, you know, he's either going to have a sophomore slump, Mac Jones, or, you know, I just... Hell, he could win the division. He, I don't think I don't no. He, no. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, is as a, as, um, a, realistic, a, real, a realistic, excuse me, Patriots fan... The Bills are winning this division. It's just they are too it's, good on both sides. Of do the, the ball. Patriots end fourth or third in the division? Because Miami looks good. The I still don't is, trust Spaghetti on. Yeah, I think we'll lose if we lose. Just because he the torched your defense doesn't mean he's yeah. good. Okay, I just think no, he didn't torch us. Cheetah did. <laughs> yeah, and then also you got to remember this is preseason. So who were they really going up against? That's true. So I'm just um. I'm a little nervous for the start of the season just because I w- would have hoped for them to have a little <clears> bit more chemistry in the first three games and show a little bit better. I mean, 21 your d- your points. Your defense looks po- fucking incredible. Yeah, so that's what we have going for us. My issue is, I mean, I feel like in the past when we've had Tom Brady, I've always been like, oh, no, the defense. The defense was always New pretty England good. Patriots defense has always been It's just like when you have Tom Brady as a quarterback, great. you're always just like, oh, you don't need to worry about the offense. But it was always like the defense, and now it's kind of like the opposite where you're the defense is solid. Even though we've lost a couple of guys, we still have our main players there. Now it's kind of the offense where it's like, ooh, we don't have that dead set man there, which was Tom Brady. So it's just... Tom Brady could throw to fourth graders and yeah. win Super Bowls. So. so that's why I'm like, I think... I think Mac Jones is a fourth grader. <laughs> I mean, compared... Um, I think we'll... I think we'll... Like I said, I think we'll get a playoff spot. But, I, you know, I'm just... I'm just nervous, you know? It's just that gut feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little... The the years of automatically getting to the playoffs and potentially the Super Bowl are, are not there anymore. Yeah, so. they, those <laughs> those are gone, <laughs> and I can admit it. But you know, it's still a little still still a little scary. Yeah, I mean the only <laughs> the only thing that could save the East from the Bills running over it is an injury to Josh Allen. 
He's yeah. the, he's the cog. If that cog falls out of the machine, exactly. then because who's their backup? Barkley. Matt Barkley. It's is not. It's not Trubisky anymore. Nope. Trubisky's in Pittsburgh. So, he's I starting. Mean, I is he starter? He Did is. They name yeah. him starter? He was named the starter. Yep. He was named the starter. I was just gonna say it's. I didn't know if it was gonna be him, Rudolph, or Pickett. I know Pickett's Ru- gonna be the Rudolph's on the trading block. They're trying to trade Rudolph. Really? Yep. For what? Picks? The, They're gonna trade knows? him for helmets. <laughs> Send him to either the Rams or the Browns. Oh, a nice little reunion. <laughs> With the helmets. Wow. Sorry. Uh, anyways. <laughs> no, that's funny. That's funny. All right, so let us know about the Bears. So, I, was, I, I wasn't I was expecting the preseason. I, I was expecting the preseason to foreshadow what the regular season was. Mm-hmm. And after the first preseason game with the Chiefs, I was like, yeah, I'm right. You know, the, the ones look like shit. Um, but the twos came out and the threes came out and they ended up coming back and beating the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And then the ones looked good against the, Seah- the Seahawks and they looked really good against the Browns. I mean, they scored three touchdowns on four drives, mm-hmm. fields through three touchdowns to three different receivers. He looked good. He was accurate as he well. He was accurate. David Montgomery looked good. The offensive line looked like it was gelling pretty well. It looked like they finally got the pieces in the spots that they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, And then just... Kind of looking over the first four games of the season, you know, we're at home against the Niners, then we go to Lambeau for the Packers, then we host the Texans, and then we visit the Giants. You should be 2-2. Two and two. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe even 3-1. and one. Uh, And the thing is, I don't know about the 49ers. That's the thing is, I don't know about the 49ers because you still, you still don't know about Trey Lance. Exactly. Right? You know they've got weapons. They've got Debo Samuel. they got George Kittle. Um, They've got a good running back committee. But you never know. But it's like... I still don't know about Trey Lance. We're not seeing mm-hmm. enough out of him. And there's got to be a reason why they're keeping Jimmy around. Exactly. There's got to be a Are reason they, why yeah. they they balked at so many trade efforts this offseason when teams needed quarterback. Like, the Panthers mm-hmm. needed a quarterback. The Jets brought back Joe Flacco. And you had... I mean, the Seahawks. I know you'd be trading them within the division. Geno Smith. Yes. Like... After so everything right. that's happened in Cleveland, Cleveland still brought in two more quarterbacks. Like Josh Ross- Rosen is back in the NFL as a backup right oh, now, while Deshaun Watson is going to serve his suspension. So I don't know. I kind of look at the best schedule, and like you said, I mean, I feel confident with two and two. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the real outlier is going to be that first game. They yeah. are hosting the 49ers. Mm-hmm. so can they show something at home? Can you know, can the offensive line stop Nick Bosa? That's true. You know that's I mean? what you got to think about. That's yeah. that's really where you got to look. Is can Nick, is Nick Bosa going to take over this game? Well, that is, could be a good good test for Fields as well. Yeah, it could be a good test for that offensive line because, yeah. like I said last week, I see that offensive line breaking all kinds of sack records this yeah. year. Oh, that's right. I was yeah. literally what did I say? Eighty? Yeah, I said like you said like ninety. And I'm over uh, here like they're going to be two and two. Yes, yeah, right, yes, like triple digits. <laughs> I'm over here trying to support you at listen, the same time, knocking him down. Well, listen, because <laughs> Joe Burrow got sacked nine times in the AFC Divisional game yeah. and still won that game. So yeah, no, and it can be done. I get it, but yeah, it can be done when you're thrown to Jamar Chase <laughs> and uh, Hawkinson, who was their tight end last year, or was it C.J. Ozuma? Ozuma. Yeah, it can be done when you've got that going on, but when and you're you got Joe Mixon running back darts in the back. Yeah. yeah. When your when your best offensive talent is David Montgomery and your wide receivers are Darnell Mooney and a bunch of 
no Fourth names. Graders. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, and that's not to disparage them. They're in hey, the NFL. Hey, you got Nikhil Harry. He's not playing. He's injured. <laughs> and then even put him on the IR. That He's going to make the active roster, which means you're going to put him on temporary IR because he's he's recovering from whatever injury he had coming mm-hmm. over from the Patriots. They have um St. Brown. Yes, Was they, he the yes. one who came over from Detroit? Green Bay. Green Bay. Oh, His Green brother's Bay. in Detroit. Oh, Amon Ra St. Okay. Brown is yes. in... Amon Ra St. Brown is in... Detroit. Detroit. He's in Detroit, and, and this Equius is his brother that was in... is in Chicago. Okay, okay. So, um... That whole family is staying in the NFC North. <laughs> it's a good... I mean, it's a good bloodline, man. You know what I mean? If they're both wide receivers in the NFL. The yeah. father the father is some kind of power lifter or a strong man or something mm-hmm. like that. I was watching oh. um that on Hard Knocks. But, I mean, going into the season, I'm feeling a little bit more confident than I did at the beginning of the preseason. Mm-hmm. Just because of these last two weeks, seeing the ones, the way that they played... Um, we are going to get Roquan Smith. We are going to get Jalen Johnson on the defensive side. So Roquan is is staying. Yes, he's staying. He's going to play out his contract. Oh, there's I no didn't no, see anything about that. Yeah, he this um he that was last week oh, uh, okay. that came out. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you know they, they they've cut off all contract ties, but that also means that if Roquan has a good season, the Bears can franchise him next year. Yeah. So, and I'm sure he's not going to like that because he's going to want a long term deal. So, um, I I'm interested now. Um, I still don't have any faith of them not finishing last in the division. Just being realistic, yeah. Like week two against the Green Bay Packers, I think that's it's a late game. Yeah, it's a it's an eight twenty game, so that means it's Sunday night football, which means they're probably going to get smacked around in Lambeau Field. Here's okay that game. No, keep in mind what's going on with Green Bay's offense, their lack of weapons. Obviously, Bears offense is young, and they don't have that many. I honestly think that game might be like a little bit of a defensive battle in terms of it's the defense that's shining because oh, the yeah. offense isn't doing yeah. much. Yeah, you're right. Justin Fields is going to be throwing at Jari Alexander <laughs> like crazy. Jari Alexander, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, it, it's just one of those things. I'm going to be realistic about the season. I'm excited coming in out of the preseason, but mm-hmm. like I said, we week one's going to tell me enough. Mm-hmm. Week two against the Packers will probably tell me how the division's going to play out. They'll get a little bit of a lull when they have to – face Davis Mill and the Texans in week three. Mm -hmm. Then they get to face, you know, Daniel Jones and the Giants in week four. And then right into the Vikings and right into the Patriots. And it's just going to be like a constant steamrolling after that point, in my opinion. Oh, I'm sorry. They get the Commanders before the Patriots. There's a win. That should be a win. It should be. But, I mean, it depends on which Chase Young shows up, too. When Chase Young shows up, see how scary Terry's doing. Yes. Yeah. So that finishes our recap of our teams. Number one in the top 100 was Tom Brady. Disagree. That is just them banking on his past successes, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. Because even number two, Aaron Donald, he did have a great year, but he was not better than T.J. Watt last year. No, he he wasn't. Mm-mm. T.J. Watt was defensive think, player of the I, year. I think the reason, oh, Aaron Donald gets number two. He gets his Super Bowl. Like you said, there was kind of riding on highs. Yeah. Of past. Because he even put what Cooper Cup was three. Cooper Cup was four. Four. Who was three? Three was uh Rogers. Oh, yeah. okay. Aaron Rodgers. League MVP. And then JT is five. Deserved. Yeah. You got your offensive player of the year mm-hmm. in there. You got the best running back in the league. Yep. You got your MVP and your defensive player of the year. And then Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I defensive guess. player of the year was six. I'm sorry. You got the Super Bowl guy. The Super, Super supposed Bowl. to be Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I was saying Should've this. Should have been Super Bowl MVP. I was saying this upstairs. I'm like, 
yes, Brady broke a bunch of records last year because he's the only quarterback to get to this age. And I understand that that is a fee. But think about it. If he has the same numbers as he did last year, he's going to break the record again because no one's going to do it at 45. And if he stays to 46, it'll be the same thing. So technically, he'll be breaking records every year. But it's not. He's competing against himself, which is a feat. I'm not gonna say it's not, but it, still. He needs to go be a father, and a <laughs> husband to Giselle. I'll be her husband. <laughs> that right, Brady. I'll take care of her. Fuck, that sounds so bad. Anyways. All right, Zach Wilson. Oh my god. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what do you do? You, how do you feel about Brady being number one and the rest I don't, of the list? I don't. I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. I don't agree. He should be number one. I think. I, I I definitely see him top 10, and like we did our list last week, I definitely had him ahead of Mahomes and Allen. Mm-hmm. I had him middle of the road, and that's because, you know, Rodgers was still the league MVP. Like, Rodgers should have been one or two, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Then you have T.G. Watt, to me, was the most dominant player last year. I agree. He missed time, and he tied the sack record. He was that dominant. Was Brady the the best quarterback in the league last year? No, he wasn't. Because if he was, he would have won MVP. It's just simple as that. I mean, he put up great numbers. We're not going to disparage that. But I just don't, I don't see it correlating to him being rated number one. Now, again, this is voted on by his peers. Mm-hmm. And these are guys who have played Brady enough times to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm sick of seeing this guy at the top. But then they all voted for him to be at the top. I know. And so. then again, like you said, because you had Aaron Rodgers as the MVP. Um, and I mean, Aaron Rodgers has soured himself with a lot of guys in the oh, league too. Oh, one hundred percent. That's true. That oh, made, that could have. Yeah, that, that could have been a little. That plays a factor. You know what I mean? But Pat Mahomes down at eight. Mm. And Devontae he, Adams was well, ahead of him, right? Well, don't forget he was seven. Yeah, he was seven. Yeah. Well, don't forget too. Mahomes had a really, really bad stretch last year. He did. Yeah, he, he had, had an off. It was just. It we, wasn't until the second half of the year that right, it was also the defense that stepped up too. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like it was just all him. Yes. It was the defense that was definitely helping him out of some of those situations. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah, that's true. So. No, I mean, it, Tom Brady, number one. It, honestly. What do you freaking do? It is what it is. Yeah. It's voted on by peers, not by fans, because the <laughs> the NFL fantasy football community would have said otherwise, because oh. fucking Jonathan Taylor would have been number one overall. Without a question, and Christian McCaffrey would be in the top twenty. <laughs> no fucking questions asked. And Christian McCaffrey has not played more than like six football. games a season for at least three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he hasn't played significant football in a while. In a while. Oof. Hey, he's got Baker Mayfield now. Don't you worry. You mean Baker? He Mayfield? protects okay. the house. <laughs> I mean, Baker's going to try to get some revenge week one. Yeah, against the Browns. That's they should win be. that game. Well, the Panthers should win that game. They'll know from our I mean, picks Baker, next week. Baker until uh, Miles Garrett just lays into Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I mean, How ba- many sacks does Miles Garrett get on Baker Mayfield? One. I'm gonna say two and a half. Okay. One and a half. I mean, we're we're still a week away. Miles Garrett That's could right. hurt himself in practice. Yeah, you're right. Could accidentally swing himself with a helmet. Yeah. Go after the after the practice squad quarterback. Miss knock <laughs> himself, himself out. in the head. Anyway, um I think that pretty much wraps up preseason. Yeah, yeah preseason's done. Bears finished undefeated. Last time I'll be saying those words this year. 
Um, Patriots finished under 500. Won't be the last time you're saying those words this year. Eagles ended under 500. Won't be the first time you're saying those I this mean, year. I mean, no one could be 500 technically. But anyways, except for... Oh, you guys will be under 500 at some point this year. Oh, at some point, yes. Yeah, yeah 100%. No, it's finished. It, it's the NFC least. It's gonna happen for a reason. Yes, hell, co- we the, could finish the fucking year at eight and nine and still, still win, that division. win the division. Yeah, that's what I mean. I picked y'all winning the division, so I think we all did. If it's yes. under five hundred, doesn't really. I matter. don't care how it, how you win the division. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we I, can win the four seed and be <laughs> under five hundred, and the five seed could be a eleven and sixteen. And then you I still, just love how it works. Yeah, it makes no sense <laughs> to me. Just but put hey. everything in the conference and just stack it one through sixteen. That's how the- NHL does it. Yeah. That's how it should be done. Yep. But, you know. You get your top of each section and then mm-hmm. everybody else goes in the wildcard. Just pool. fights yep. fights for the for the remainder. Makes sense. NBA does it that way too, right? Yeah. But NBA has a massive fucking playoffs. Yeah, because they What is it, like ten? Yeah, yeah half well, the, and then they also have 20 teams well, they and did the 32. tournament. They did the in-season tournament now too. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's 10. Yeah. Yeah, cuz then 10, 10, 10 and, and 10 9, 9 play each other for the last spot to play 8. Yeah. So 10 and 9 play each other and then 10 and or uh, the winner of 10 and 9 have to play 8 mm-hmm. to make it into the playoffs yep. of 16 teams. Yeah, there's uh, every year, pretty much every year in the uh, in the NBA, there's a team under 500 who makes the playoffs. Pretty much every year, especially in the East or the West. Yeah, so I forget which divi- which conference now sucks. It's always f- back and forth. Wasn't it the West this past year? It, it was the West this past year because the East is stacked. Yeah, now it's kind of. I mean, we'll see what this. Yeah, is, but anyway, mm-hmm. the season's coming quickly. Yeah, so. I thought we were talking NFL again. I was like, when was the East ever good? <laughs> it's been a few years. <laughs> the mid 90s. Yeah, because when the Eagles went on their tear, Cowboys sucked. When the Cowboys went on their tear, Eagles sucked. When Washington went on their short tear, Eagles and Cowboys sucked. So it's never Giant, been Giants haven't, Giants, Giants haven't won the division in a long time. Since since 2011. Since they won the last Super since Bowl. Since they won their last Super Bowl. They no, they didn't even win the division. They were a wild card They were a wild card. Both oh. years they won the Super Bowl. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yep. Well, I'll be They damned. won out. Yeah, so when the fuck was the last time the Giants won? Who the hell knows? When Strahan was playing, maybe? Did they, yes, when he they first did. started yes. playing? No, 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 no. Um, in between the Super Bowls, they won the division. Oh, in 2009? Uh, maybe nine? It was in between the Super Bowls that they yeah. won the division. I know that for a fact. Because they, oh, they, no, because they won they in 2007. Put on, they, okay. they put up a, um, a 12-win or a 13-win season or something like that, but then floundered in the playoffs. I think it's so funny, like, like they've won two Super Bowls in the as past twenty in the in the past twenty years as wild cards, but we're just like can't remember when they won fucking a division. A division. The last time the Giants won the division was two thousand eleven when they won the Super Bowl what? against the Patriots. I swear, I thought they were wild. They card. were nine and seven that year, and they won the division. And they won the division. Oh, NFC least at its finest. Yep, probably oh, probably shit. won the last game of the season in order to get in too. Oh, good old Giants. Fuck. All right. And oh, man. that makes it even worse that the Pats lost. 2 9 uh, and 17. Go fuck yourself. Anyways. The last time. Jeez. The, the most amount of wins a team has come out of the East winning in a season is 13. 
That's still good. It's really it's good. good. 2017 Eagles was 13 and 3. 2016 oh. Cowboys was 13 and 3. That was the year that they won the Super Bowl, right? The Eagles? Yeah, yeah. 17. Yeah. Then the 2007 Cowboys were 13 and 3 and they lost the in the playoffs. Romo. Tony Romo against the Giants. Yep. And then the Cowboys last year were 12 and 5, which isn't bad. No. no. In 2020, the Washington football team yeah. won the division at 7 and 9. Yep. Yeah. What the actual fuck is this goddamn division? Honestly, they're always just there to spice it up a little bit. They're going to suck, but they're going to do it in a winning fashion somehow, even though oh. they weren't winning. Hey, you got to remember the, oh, NFC, the, last time. the NFC West had that happen. The Seahawks won the division yeah, at 7 and 9. They did. And then they won a playoff game yep. when Marshawn Lynch went beast mode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Against true. the uh, Steelers. Yeah. No, no, Saints. Saints. And, yeah. then, um, and then what's his name said that's take the ball in overtime and then he threw a pick six. <laughs> what was his name? Oh, Matt Hasselbeck. Yeah. Yep. Gotta love Matt Hasselbeck. Yep. What is that guy doing now? He's a... Commentator. Yeah. That's right. On yeah. Uh, like ESPN yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, ESPN. N- not Fox. Fox is fully loaded right now. Yeah. With Gronkowski now on the table. What? Yeah, I think Gronkowski's on the table now at Fox. I think so. And then you <sighs> That's have... That's like having Poppy on the table... Yeah, and Poppy's on the table for Fox Baseball. Yeah. And then um, who's who did Manning sign to? CBS? No, who did he sign to? NBC? I don't fucking know. He signed, C- Peyton Manning signed somewhere to be commentator. Oh, yeah. Him in uh, uh, ESPN. Yeah, ESPN. ESPN. They, do Monday, they do the Monday Night Football. It's the Manning Brothers. I love. It's And then so they bring fun. players on, honestly. Yeah. As and much they, as I hate them both because of what they did to my teams. And they do it from their bedroom. Yeah, and they, rip on, and they rip on each other so from a distance. So much respect. I love them. Oh, they make it great. Yes, they do. Anyway, I think that wraps up this episode. Yes. Well, as always, this has been a Double Dunk Network production. I've been Dave. I've been Josh. I've been Michaela. And we have two words for you. Dunks out. Dunks out. Dunks out.